Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys as it's just some words of encouragement. I was talking with another author today, and we came up to reviews and what beta readers think or what other um, other writers try to interject if they try to read our work and and what they would change and how they would change it and if they wrote it and how this is wrong or... Um, and I said, you know what? I said, here's what. Here's my piece of advice to you. You know, you could stand around with 100 people, and 99 percent of them would agree that the sky was blue. And there you would have that one percent who would complain that the sky, um, you know, saying it was not blue, that it was teal, and that they shouldn't use the word blue because blue is too plain and they needed to add more zest to the word or whatever. And I said, and then, you know, you'll stand on grass and people will say, oh, look at the new growth. And then others will say, well, look at all the dirt spots that are left behind because you can't please everybody. And they'll look at it in that way. There are just people like that out there in the world. And as writers, we've got to be aware of this. And we've got to put on our shields and our cloaks and, you know, face that when it comes. And I was like, look, you know, people are reading my books and, and they say they love my books, but they don't even get on. People that say they love reading my books, they don't even get on and write reviews. <laughs> Like, I have got to, like, let all of that go in my life because I'm not writing it for the review. I understand how important reviews are, but I can't sit around and mope about it and say, well, it hurts my feelings because people don't review my books and, and I'm getting all these positive emails and I'm having all of these conversations with people and they're telling me about my books, but they're not, you know, going online. Well, you know what? That's their prerogative. I can't control them. And I can't control what somebody writes on a review. All I can do is control how I respond to it. I was reading an article from another author, and it was, I'm giving up. I'm giving up on my work. And I'm like, hold up. What was her reason? Why? Is it just that um, she didn't have a passion for it? She was just going through a dry spell in her life? Or maybe she was just having tons of other engagements 
No, guess what it was from? Because somebody wrote a review. This is no joke. This isn't a joke, guys. Um, and I was watching comments. I was watching what people, you know, were saying to this person. You know, don't give up. You know, stay encouraged. You know, keep writing. I think your books are great. Um, and they were like, nope, I'm done. Like, I just, I'm not. This is, you know, you, you are not, never, ever going to write a book for that one person. You're writing that book because the Spirit of the Lord has guided you to do so. Because you have a passion with a frenzy to write. Or it will drive you crazy not to write that story. That's all in your head, circling around into your heart. And you just need a place to get it out. So it becomes a manuscript. And so when you stay true to who your story, like your story, who your characters are, what the plot is, you stay true to that. Stick with that. And then stand behind your work. And so I can say that I'm proud to stand behind my work. I had a conversation with a reader today. And they're messaging me. And they're telling me that they have 20 pages left. Now these are wonderful messages. Because I understand kind of what happens at the end and oh I wanted to ask them questions so bad you know I wanted to have this dialogue back and forth well well what did you think about Sam um what did you think about the Jacoby part or what did you think about this twist or what I wanted to ask so many things but I'm trying not to be that kind of bossy pushy thing of an author <laughs> just letting the conversation you know flow naturally and I'm like, oh, so you're 20 pages. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you think of how it's ending. Um, and then see what your thoughts are for book two. And they're like, oh, gosh, you need to hurry up with book two because this is very painful for me. And I'm like, there we go again. You know, if, you've, if you're evoking feelings in someone, then you've struck some kind of chord. And apparently, I love your book and I can't wait for it. Um there are 20 pages left and it just went on sale this weekend lets me know how wonderful that is because i can remember buying twilight and not putting it down like i had to sit through i had to read the whole thing um i stayed up you know i'll stay up reading books that i love that i just cannot stop reading and i'll be done with them in a few hours like if you literally look at how long does it take to read an audiobook, it's like, okay, you know, here I go. I, I can do that. I can do that in four hours. I can just give a lot of time. And I'll, you know, bulldoze through the book. And so, apparently, my Hartwell Chronicles out there in the world um, has done that. And I have someone with 20 pages left. And that is just like music to my ears. But if I would have got another email, and that other email would have said, I was 20 pages in, and I just could not get connected with your book. I'm very sorry. I tried. But I thought your book sucked. And then I would be like, oh, well, I'm sorry you didn't like that one. Maybe one of my other books might be better for you. And this one's, you know, you could try this middle grades instead of this YA. Or maybe you could think about, like, what movies do you like? And I can help you pick other genres of books. Like I did this weekend at Dog Eared Books. I was like, oh, you've not read The Hobbit? 
you please just go get it? And the person didn't buy my book at all. She's going to the back and she's grabbing the Hobbit. We had a great conversation and she bought the Hobbit. And she said, I'm going to read it just for you. And I'm like, and email me and tell me what you thought of that book. Because I would have, she was like, I just don't think I would have ever liked The Hobbit. But I've read Harry Potter 20 times. I'm like, you're going to love The Hobbit. Tell I'm telling you. And if you don't, let me know. And she spent a dollar on The Hobbit from the used bookstore. And so, I can just recommend new books to people. Not everybody's going to like my book. I watch kids drop books all the time. I see them starting a book and say, nope, not for me. And guess what? I got something to tell you. Same way with me. I start a book don't like it, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to stop. I'm over it. I'm done with it. And so, I will say that if that happens to me, it's just a part of this author life. And I'm okay with it. You're going to have to find your place to where you're going to be okay with it. Because then, it's, you know, it can take you low. It can drop your esteem while you're writing. It can make you start second-guessing your writing career. You can say, oh, I've spent all this time on this. You know, and this person said this about my work. Well, that's just that one person. And if it's those 20 people, you just happen to get 20 people in your, in your circle that just don't like that kind of book, maybe. Or they just didn't get it. And that's okay. Not everybody's going to get it. And so, I'm just telling you these things to not give up, keep writing, keep staying true to your story, and go back in and read your story later like I had to do. Like, if it wasn't for me and Sam sitting with the Raptor Revolution, you know, then I caught things. And then I was like, oh, I've got to now go back in. I got to fix things. I got to edit things. And if you see some discrepancies or maybe a reader found something that you hadn't even thought of before and you're like, oh, good thing about self-publishing, guys. You can go back in and you can do some modifications and then you can upload it again. So that's just some words of encouragement for you guys today. And I hope that my prayers for this person that was emailing today, um, you know who you are. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, just know that you're not alone. I know that, yes, this author life can be a tough road, but you've got a story to tell. Stay true to your story. All right, guys, I'm home, and it's off to homeschooling, and I'll talk with you guys later. Bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.